0: Welcome to the Quantum Love Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Grant. In this show, we'll be exploring all things love, relational mastery, and the initiations that that entails, and what the journey looks like and feels like when we open up and let love lead. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Quantum Love Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Grant. And I am so thrilled to be back with all of you. Uh, if you've been following me for a while, you will know that this is my third podcast. So as the saying goes, third time is a charm. Although, you know, the two previous podcasts were exactly what they needed to be. And they existed for exactly amount, the amount of time that they needed to. And my personal perspective is that when we make these detours, these detours, while they might not kind of land us exactly where we need to be, they're essential stepping stones. And each of those previous podcasts, we they just were so essential. So essential for my development. So essential for the development of my audience and all of the wonderful humans who listened in. And, you know, they were really helpful. <laughs> like, I just kind of call it what it is here, you know, like, just because they weren't, you know, the show that I would continue to do. And you know what? This might be a one season show too. Maybe that's just my thing where every year I'm going to have a new show and it's going to be a one season deal. And that, that might be the case. I, while well, I am psychic, that is not the way that I utilize my, my gifts. I do not predict the future. And so I can't tell you with complete certainty that this is gonna be a podcast that lasts until the end of time. What I can tell you is that this is the podcast that exists right now. And the conversations that are required for us to have right now are the ones that we are going to have on this podcast. The podcast where we get to explore what life and relationships become, what they have the potential to be when we let love lead the way. So a lot of us have ideas about love and often, ironically, the ideas we have about love get in the way of actual love. And so we're going to be unpacking all of that. We're going to be unpacking the codependent ideas that we have that you know, are not really love. And we're going to take a look at them. And we're going to take a look at them from the lens of complete approval and acceptance and wholeness so that you get it in your bones what it feels like to meet reality from a place of approval. This is really important for any of the work that I do outside of this podcast with clients and also with myself is being able to be in right relationship with reality. And when we hold these fantasy ideas of what love is, or we have ideas about love that are steeped in codependency, or ideas about love that are steeped in our wounding or our survival strategies, we're not really getting the whole picture. And when we're not getting the whole picture and we're coming from these more contracted places, there isn't as much room for love to roam, for those channels of love to move through you. So it just doesn't have as much space to truly take up residency in your own heart, in your own body, which means the way that it shows up in your life, the way that it shows up in your relationships will just be a little more compressed. And the journey of this particular podcast, at least where it's at today, and I'm sure it will evolve into whatever it's supposed to be, is really looking at how do we open ourselves, open our body, open our heart, open our mind, and clear some of those old, outdated ideas about love so that the truth of love Can anchor in. So you're going to often hear me go into more of a transmission mode where I will just be relaying a transmission through the podcast. There will inevitably be interviews with some of my favorite humans who either are teachers of love, teachers of relationships, or just inspiring human beings who are letting love lead them. Which is really exciting because for those of you who don't know, I am also a musician. So aside from podcasting and love and relationship teaching, I am a musician and I love writing songs about love. I know that's probably not shocking to you, (laughs) but I love taking these codes of quantum love and weaving them into music. And taking these stories that come through all of our relational journeys and weaving them into music. And so to be able to kind of combine my two worlds in this podcast is something that really excites me. Because there are some extraordinary creatives and musicians who know a lot about love. And who know a lot about letting love lead that path. So... We're going to be exploring it all. You're going to get the podcast that is a reflection of the totality of me. And the totality of me is this more nerdy side where I love studying about love and relationships and applying the things that I learn and fumbling and figuring it out and fine tuning. You're going to get that side. And then you're also going to get the creative side, the artistic side, and we're going to be merging those two worlds because every single one of you has something in you that you are literally designed to weave into the fabric of humanity. Now, for some of you, you might be artists um, and for others, you'll be creative in other ways. There are so many ways that we weave into this tapestry of life. And the more weavers we have who are are letting those, you know, frequencies of love guide what they are doing, the better off this planet is going to be. And we have an opportunity, we're at this really interesting point in history where we have an opportunity to shift the overall frequency of the planet. And what better frequency to use than quantum love? and really getting into the heart, the purity of love, and getting to explore what happens, what kind of magic happens when we let love lead the way. But it's really hard to let love lead the way when we have old pain, old wounds that haven't been tended to properly. Those get in the way. Think of it like The lenses that you're seeing the world through, you know, if your lenses are dirty and they've got a bunch of muck on them, well, your perception of what you see will be tainted by whatever is on your lens. And so this process of having these conversations is the equivalent to taking the lenses off, getting a really good lens cleaner, a nice microfiber towel, and cleaning all of that crud off so that when you put the lenses back on, what you see is clear. And when we can see life clearly, we can see what's happening clearly from this place of deep approval for what is. Then we have the power to access love in motion. We have the ability to tap into solutions and ideas that will forever alter the course that we are on in the best possible way. And so if we want to tap into that intelligence that lives within every single human on this planet, it is essential that we have these conversations. It's essential that we do our own internal emotional and relational alchemical work so that we can heal whatever is kind of mucking up our lenses. We can get that clear and we can get it complete So that you are more available to love. See, the thing is, when we don't deal with our past, when we don't deal with, let's say, a heartbreak that really did a number on you, what will happen if you try and step over it and you try and create over top of it, all of the muck that hasn't been dealt with literally comes out in every new relationship you have. I don't know if you've ever noticed this. But when we don't deal with our past, our past deals with us. And so through this journey, I will be talking about dating. I will be talking about relationships. I will be talking about breakups. I will be talking about, you know, designing your life on purpose and designing your life and your relationships from this place of alignment with quantum love. So if that feels of interest to you, if that if you can feel the truth pinging your soul, I invite you to stick around. I invite you to hit that subscribe button, share the podcast that is very, very helpful and, you know, show up, just show up. That's all you got to do is show up and participate in these conversations. Take what you learn here and weave it into your life. Share it with the people that matter to you. This is how we create ripples of change. When we start these conversations, when we start these discussions that really matter, that are rooted in truth, that are opening in love, that's where the magic happens. And so again, we're going to go into you know, all of the essential layers to being able to arrive here. And arriving here doesn't mean that you are somehow magically like fully healed and you're never going to fuck up again. You're never going to feel pain again. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about arriving here at a place where you know that no matter what comes at you in life, you trust yourself to be able to navigate it. Even if that means you have to bring in additional help or bring in additional support, but you trust yourself to be able to navigate through life's storms because you are connected to the truer thing in you. You are connected to your innate worthiness. You are connected to the love that literally fuels every cell in your body. And when we are connected in that extraordinary way, that gives us this perspective that we are able To show up for life fully. And even though showing up for life means, sometimes life is crap. Sometimes life hurts. And we're not in the dark about that. We're not, you know, putting our blinders on and being like, la 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 la, not in my reality. Instead, we're able to embrace the full picture of what life is. And we're able to hold the paradox of life without spinning out ourselves and we can only hold nuance we can only hold paradox when there is enough healing and nervous system capacity in our body so when we do the deeper emotional healing relational healing somatic healing in our body and in our mind and in our heart What that does is it opens capacity to be able to hold the complexity of life so that we can sit with, yeah, life is both really fucking hard and really shitty and also really beautiful and really extraordinary. And to hold that, to hold both of those truths takes a good amount of capacity in your system. You need to be able to hold those different perspectives without collapsing. And the more that we have these conversations, the more that we talk to each other, like actually learn to talk to each other and learn to hold disagreement. Because this is something that I'm seeing a lot over these last two years is there's a growing amount of people on the planet who cannot deal with disagreement They cannot deal when someone has a different perspective than them and they emotionally escalate and it just shuts everything down. But nothing ever gets resolved. Nothing ever gets healed when we behave that way. And so we'll be exploring skills and tools and I will often be making recommendations of books, of programs, of opportunities that you have to even work with me where you can start to unwind all of this, so that you are able to hold truth in your body and be able to be in conversation with other people. and In other words, be in relationship with other people. Being in relationship does not mean that you are the same or that you always get along or that you always see things the same. That is not relationship. That is a very big distortion of what we think relationship should be. It also comes from our wounded child. Our wounded child has this idea that everyone should always get along. We should always see life the same way because disagreement equals disconnection. So if you have that code, if you have that wounding, if you have that pattern in you that disagreement equals disconnection, there will be an unconscious part of you that tries to avoid disagreement at any cost. Because we all as human beings have some core fundamental needs. One of those core fundamental needs is the need for belonging, is the need for community and connection. And so if we don't know how to touch that very, very necessary need that we all have, and advocate for it and create our lives and our relationships in a way that nourishes that need. When something comes along that potentially has threatened that in the past, and it shows up in our present, we're going to freak out. We're going to lose it. We're going to fly off the handle. We're going to emotionally escalate. And we're going to do everything we can to prevent the thing that we think is going to lead to disconnection. Not realizing that when we actually emotionally escalate and inflame a situation, that's what actually leads to disconnection. And when you exist in a community of people who that's how they're dealing with conflict, while you might feel on some level that you belong there, there's also a part of you that unconsciously knows that any given time the tides could turn on you. And you could be booted out just as fast. So this happens in a two person relational system. This can also happen in family systems. This can also happen in friend circles or in larger community circles. Like there, it kind of happens across the board. And so we really have to start paying attention to what our strategies are. Because all of us have these survival strategies that we've learned. But the survival strategy isn't designed to have you thrive in life or in love or relationships. So the first step is taking a look at well, what are those survival strategies that I've adopted? And especially when it comes to holding difference and being with disagreement, what is my relationship there? Because If I can't hold disagreement, if I can't hold, you know, someone having a very different perspective than me and still be able to stay connected to my humanity and also connected to their humanity, I now have a very clear picture of where my work begins. And if we want to open into the codes of quantum love Part of that is getting in right relationship with reality, which means right relationship with ourselves. Learning how to tell the truth on ourselves is essential if we would like to be living our lives by love's design. Love and truth kind of go hand in hand. And I think I'll probably do a separate episode on this because it's such a delicious topic. But essentially, you can't have love without truth. And you can't have real truth without love. And so part of, you know, getting in right relationship with reality is telling the truth on ourselves, but doing so from the perspective of holding a lot of love and compassion and understanding in our heart, which lucky for you, I am quite good at modeling that. And anyone who's worked with me will tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it, it's one of the things that because I personally have wounds around belonging so one of my strategies was to learn how to cultivate connection no matter what the cost so obviously there was a shadow side to that but then the light side that came through eventually over time was learning what it takes to build genuine connection between people. And one of the things that is really helpful in building genuine connection is being able to really see the person in front of you and be able to understand life from their perspective. Like When we understand someone's story, It makes a lot of sense why they are the way that they are. And when we are really tightly wound, we don't have space to get to know someone's story. And without knowing someone's story, it's very hard to hold that thread of humanity with them, especially if we disagree. And so you're going to get to feel how that feels, hear how that sounds, get a taste of it, through this podcast, through the interactions with podcast guests, through the interaction between me and you in this moment, and those codes come through my voice. They come through my being. And, you know, if you are here and you're receptive and you're wanting to grow in this direction where the relationships you hold really matter to you and you want to build a life that you are really proud of, then you are definitely in the right place because this is the journey of this podcast. This is where we are going to go. And I will forever be using my experience as a bit of a you know, a light in the tunnel sometimes. Because I have a personal path where I sometimes will take the hard road so that I can teach about (laughs) the hard road, and potentially advise someone to maneuver on a less difficult path. Now, of course, free will is always going to be a thing. And that's a very important thing. So I can't tell someone what to do. I can't tell you what to do. But I can provide insights and recommendations along the way. that should you choose to take them on, will create a much smoother experience for you. And potentially, you won't have to spend so much time in the muck. You're never going to get out of having to muck around sometimes. (laughs) Because, you know, life is mucky. You know, life is gritty sometimes. And you can't avoid it. But the difference is when you have a light through that path, you don't have to fight so much in the mud. You don't have to fight the reality of like, oh, I'm in the mud of life. I personally like to call that when we are in the dip. So it's it's a period of where we are down. And it's the equivalent of like being, you know, on a quest and you end up in the woods and you're like I have no idea where I where I am and where I'm going. What is happening here? In the period of time when we're in the woods, there's often a series of very important initiations that happen. So every time you are in one of those pockets where you're in a dip in life, there's really important initiations that are occurring. And it's normal, it's human nature to try and squirm out of that, to try and avoid it. But the more we avoid the initiation the longer it takes for the gold to be reached and so there are some people who will literally spend a lifetime in the forest and they'll never get out because they're not willing to cross that threshold into doing the difficult thing the difficult thing that will build their character the difficult thing that will have them feel the feelings that they don't want to feel um there's there's difficult actions that we might have to take and and this is not to shame anyone at all like I've done my fair share of camping out in the forest but you know it depends on someone's life path and what they are ultimately choosing for themselves because we can have an experience that completely breaks us down and then we can choose to harden in that experience, or we can choose to open and heal. And no one can make that choice for you. Only you can make that choice for you. And some people will choose to harden and to continue to close. And they get harder and more closed and harder and more closed. And then you have someone who has a very similar experience. Maybe even the same circumstance. And they choose to do something very different with that. They choose to let it open them. They choose to let it really wash them clean in terms of all of the old paradigm, the old ideas, the old wounds that we might be holding on to, old identities sometimes of like, this is just the way that I am. <laughs> And letting that go so that what can be revealed is who you truly are. And when who you truly are is revealed, that is when life gets to literally move into the quantum field. This is where we get to play in those realms of quantum love. But we have to be open. You can't get there without being open. And this is what can be really confronting because as human beings, we often are looking for the easy way out. We're looking for the shortcut. (laughs) We're looking for, you know, the, you know, the magic pill that will just magically change everything without us actually having to do anything differently. And I see this a lot in relationships where people are stuck in a codependent bind And in order to get out of it, it requires some different relational choices, it requires different behavioral choices, and it requires embodiment work and feeling your feelings. And if they aren't willing to move in that direction, they'll almost double down in the codependent bind. And it'll just keep getting worse and getting worse and getting worse and getting worse. And and then they're befuddled why things aren't changing. But in order for a relationship to change in any direction, we have to be willing to change ourselves. We have to be willing to show up differently. We have to be willing to try on new skills and practice new relational skills in order to have a new relational result. And when we are letting life lead us through this pocket and lens of love. We're really letting love kind of guide the way in our life. Love isn't just this like airy fairy, like it's just love and light and it's just love. Mm. Although I, I, I love me some good like mm-mm, love. But the true essence of love is that it will have you meet the full range of who you are. It will lead you into reclaiming what's locked away in your shadow it will shine a light on all the parts of you that you're like oh I wish no one no one knew that about me or like that's really embarrassing but I don't want to have to admit that about myself but it's there love will lead you into that terrain love isn't about blowing smoke up your ass and being like you're the best thing ever and you never do anything wrong that isn't love That is codependency. That is something, but it isn't love. And love will always tell the truth, even when the truth is something that really upsets your ego or upsets your identity. But love is willing to tell the truth. And this is why, when we look at relationships in the, the way that they're kind of playing out right now on a global scale. We see a lot of relationships where truth has no space to land. And if truth has no space to land in a relationship, then neither does love. And that to me is such a travesty. It's so tragic. And it can, it can be transformed. Like we're not stuck with that. If we find ourselves in that position, we're not stuck with it. But it does take a willingness to change. It does take a willingness to do things differently. It does take a willingness to feel things that maybe we have locked away or just feel in general. It does take a willingness to balance the scales between your feeling self and your logic linear self. So in this podcast, if you want to tap into the quantum codes of love, you have to be in approval of the feminine energetics that live in you. And this has nothing to do with gender. So the feminine energetics are the parts of you that are okay in the mystery, that are okay in the messiness of life, that are okay moving in a more nonlinear linear capacity, the parts of you that are receptive, that, you know, go into deep restoration and receptivity. These are really important aspects of life and aspects of ourselves as human beings. And what we see more of these days is a grand imbalance where... Logic, linear, reason, uh, forward movement, fast movement, um, achieve, 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 do, 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 do is the priority. And we look over on the other side of the spectrum and we're like, being, who has time for being? Who has time to go slow? Like, oh, when things are messy, I can't deal. Um, When things are unknown, I spin into chaos. And so what we see is there's a huge imbalance between these two energetics within ourselves. And so in order to essentially open the portal for quantum love, we have to bring those elements into balanced right relationship with each other. So we actually need both. We need both elements. And this is, you're going to hear me talk about the codes of union and the union codes that I teach have a lot to do with balancing out these scales within ourselves so that our relationships can also be this masterful balance. So if you want to talk about polarity in a relationship. Polarity requires both people to be in right relationship with all aspects of themselves so that we can do the dance of love with each other. That you're not kind of pinned into this one role and that's what happens in a lot of polarity conversations is that you're pinned in this one role and then the fullness of your spirit is like fuck this shit like no like that's not all there is and then we start sabotaging the relationship um so i would love <laughs> for you to have an extraordinary relationship, being in right relationship with all parts of you and your partner or partners also are in right relationship with all parts of them so that you can do the dance of love. You can build your relationship intentionally, create it on purpose. And when our relationships thrive, so does the rest of our life. They, if you have a really shitty relationship that is going to impact everything else that you do, just the same as if you have a really great relationship that will impact everything else that you do. And a great relationship doesn't just happen. A great relationship is consciously designed and created. So for me to have really healthy relationships with the people in my life, it takes something. It takes me showing up differently. It takes me practicing communication skills, certain behaviors that are more appropriate for healthy, thriving love and healthy, thriving relationships. It requires me to be responsible for myself and what I'm bringing to the container of the relationship it also requires me to be in right relationship with truth. So telling the truth on myself when that's appropriate and when that's necessary, but also telling the truth in the relationship. You serve no one, whether it's a friend, a family member, a partner, by lying to them. When you see something and it's coming from the, the deep true part of you that you're like, something about this is really off and you don't say something again like there's no room for love to work its alchemy when truth doesn't have a seat at the table so we have to be able to tell the truth and we will get into the nuance of this because sometimes people will hear telling the truth and they think that that's a permission slip to like off gas onto people and to project all of their shadowy stuff that's not what I'm talking about that couldn't be further from what I'm talking about actually And so we will flesh this out in future episodes, where the way that you bring your truth forward matters. So again, truth and love need to both have a seat at the table, need to both be present in that conversation. So if you were on the receiving end of what you were about to say, would that invite you deeper into the truth of that conversation? Or would it close you off? You really have to consider that and there's a way to be direct and honest and truthful and still loving you know we, we have we can't you know wrap everything up in like a fluffy bow you know sometimes you got to be really direct into the point but there are ways to do that where love is still present in what you're saying and what you're doing And if love isn't present when you are delivering your truth, you are more likely to go into a pocket of energetic and emotional domination. You're trying to dominate the other person, and you know getting them to comply or getting them to you know see things your way, and like it's not open. It's very it's a very closed energy, and so when we are creating relationships. From this place of quantum love, there is this beautiful opening that is always present. And when we feel ourselves closing, it is our work to continue to open in the face of the the impulse to close. Because we all have things that want to close us because it's vulnerable to stay open to. But it's in the staying open to it that's where the alchemy begins to happen. That's where the transformation begins to happen. That's where, you know, the channel of love can really start moving in such a powerful and extraordinary way. So I'm just thrilled to be able to be on this adventure with you and start, you know, podcast number three. with my favorite humans and you know to be able to go on this journey as of right now I'm probably going to release um, at least two episodes a month we'll see how we go with that and if that's a pace that I can maintain um, and have that be in integrity with everything else that I'm up to then great if I have more capacity for more then also great Um, but I'll keep you posted as we go along um, but I do have a few episodes that I'm going to release right off the bat, so you'll get in the pocket, you'll get in the groove. We'll have some great conversations, and then we'll likely shift into, you know, twice a month. And you know, I'm I'm stoked. I'm so stoked that you would, you know, take the time. I know your time is so precious, and to be here and invest into doing life this way, doing relationships this way, you know, opening into that field of letting love lead, that is no small thing. And I just want to honor each and every one of you who are listening right now who are still sticking around 40 minutes later. And, you know, you're here for that call. Because there are a lot of people on this planet who have signed up to answer the call of quantum love this, this lifetime. And if you were here, you are definitely one of them. And so I know just by virtue of you being here that you have what it takes to move through whatever needs to be felt, whatever needs to be witnessed, whatever needs to be healed, whatever needs to be loved into wholeness. I know that you're capable of walking that path and exploring that journey for yourself and you know that doesn't mean you do it alone I mean gosh can we even do anything alone like when it comes to life like we are here in relationship we're always in relationship whether it's relationship with ourselves relationship to spirit relationship to each other relationship to the world around us like we're never actually at it alone and That's something, again, for another day. (laughs) Um, But I know that you have it in you to walk this journey, to explore this journey, if you are here. And if, you know, at any point in time, you get pulled into this vortex, there's a reason why you are here. And, you know, hopefully through this journey of the podcast, if you aren't already clear on what it is that you are meant to weave into the fabric of humanity, as we continue to open, 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 and drop in to deeper expression of truth and deeper expression of love and opening into the quantum field of quantum love, it will become very clear what your gifts are. And what repeating like patterns and you know patterns aren't always a bad thing like sometimes we have these patterns these things that we just can't escape no matter how hard we try music is one of those things for me no matter how hard I've tried in my life to run away from music it always finds me and so it's taken me nearly 40 years to really surrender to it and really allow it to, you know, take up space and like a big amount of space in, in my life. And, you know, to be able to play with it and create with it is such an honor. And it took me a while. I am stubborn. I'm a very stubborn person. And I also, you know, part of my shadow is this idea that I... I just know better. I I just know better. And you know, when music didn't happen the exact way that I thought it should, like that part of me took over of like, I just know better and we need to go this other path. Which, you know, there is some intelligence to that because that other path led me here. It led to this whole body of work that I have created over the last decade that I am so deeply proud of and that work now informs the music that I write so nothing was ever really off purpose even though there were parts of me that like more egoic parts of me that kind of took over or more wounded parts that took over at times like even that was part of the process even that was part of the mastery because it led me here and you know writing music that really moves people requires me to be in relationship with what moves people, which means if I'm not allowing myself to be inspired and moved by life, there's no way that I can really effectively convey that through music. And so, you know, every single part of my journey up until this very moment has all fit together. And it's really wild to look back and be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it makes sense. In order to be able to write really potent and powerful love songs that are coated with the alchemy of this work, of course I would have to spend a decade just immersing in that world and practicing. In my relationships, and fumbling in those relationships, and then, you know, getting more effective because of the fumbles. You know, of course, I would have to do that, and yet, you know, music was always kind of this current that was always there, even if I tried to ignore it. It was always there, and so now that there is more space and more capacity in the ways that I have let love lead me love has led me here. Where I now get to hold these two magnificent loves of my life. Music, huge love of my life, this emotional and relational alchemy work, love of my life, and now they get to converge together. It's so extraordinary. I couldn't have planned it better myself. And you know, I know that there is a story like that in each and every one of you, your story will be different mine but the thread the thread of everything belongs everything had a part to play and there's always that thing that stays with you no matter how much you try and outrun it it is always there it's always kind of like tap 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 tap. yo I'm here are you gonna pick me up now and we're like nah not yet that part's like okay well I'm still here and then it'll kind of tap in further down the line, check in again, and then there's eventually a time where you're like, ah, okay, I'm really ready to embrace this. I'm really, really ready to do this. So if you've made it this far, I know that you are part of that crew. I know that you are part of that collective, and I am so thrilled to be co-creating in this vortex of quantum love with you. And... I'm very excited for this journey of season one of the quantum love podcast. And I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you posted. How many episodes will be in season one? We'll kind of feel our way through together. We'll feel what's true. Whatever is true is what we'll do. And I just adore you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. I will likely be releasing another episode next week. Episodes are going to drop on Fridays because Friday is ruled by the planet Venus, which is the planet of love. So we're going to align with that frequency and we are going to have these conversations on Fridays. And I mean, that's always a nice entry into the weekend where you can play with some of these concepts and some of these conversations and gives you space space to play. And if you'd like to come in, you know, and do this work in community, I have a new entry-level membership called the Quantum Love Membership. And it is $22 a month for the month of March. And after the month of March of 2022, it will be $33 a month. And in that community space it is obviously a space for you to connect with other podcast listeners with other people who are wanting to do this relational and alchemical work and you will have access to all of my community transmission replays in there so if you're not on my email list I do a free talk every month for my community where we're all on Zoom and you can ask me questions and I usually teach on a certain topic, something that's like front and center at any given time. And then there's an opportunity for you to see me and for me to see you and for you to ask your questions. And so I do those once a month and the replays of those go into the community space. So you'll have access To all of those replays. You can watch them whenever you want. There's also a whole section in the community space of my written transmissions. So if you really enjoy the reading uh, transmissions on Instagram, those are in there and you can go in and reread them and take notes and all the things. And I also have some workbooks in there and those are nice places to begin Doing this work. So, if you want an entry level into being in the field of this work, that is a great place to start. And if you're ready to go deeper into the path, there are a couple options for that as well. You can come into an embodied alchemy series. The next one will be the codes of quantum love. So, we'll be moving. And coding in through embodiment journeys, guided alchemical embodiment journeys, the codes of quantum love. It's an eight week series. So that is an option for you. And you are also welcome to apply for initiated. And that is the deep path of relational mastery. So it's the practitioners community where you come to practice. The skills of relational mastery. Not only will you be learning through the curriculum, but then you'll be practicing in the container, be practicing in your life. And it's, it's such a special community as well. So there's, there's lots of ways that you can play if you're wanting to play in my force field. And if not, of course, there's many other teachers out in the world who might ping you you might be called to work with and that is totally fine too and if the podcast is just the thing for you at this point in time that is fantastic and I would love if you head over to iTunes and you submit a review leave a five-star review leave a, a comment that's really helpful in bumping up the show and getting more people to hear the conversations that might really move and shift and inspire them. So that would be ever so helpful. Or if you just want to share it on social media, that is great too. Or share it with a friend. I would be endlessly grateful for that contribution as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here with you, with all of you. And I will see you next week. Bye friends.